Uh, Tuesday practice, uh, room for improvement. You know, I hope our players are hearing the message and it's sinking in. Um, wasn't a bad practice, wasn't a great practice. And uh, we've got to be ready to go in front of a sold-out uh, home crowd on family day. And play with a lot of energy, play up to our standard, be a lot of excitement in the stadium, and uh, and play well against good a good team. Coach, what is that message that you're trying to get through to your guys? It's really no different than the message any other week, uh, you, you know, in terms of the way we prepare and the standards that we do everything, the way we focus in meetings, the way we practice, our attention to detail. Uh, Things of that nature, you know. Trust the process, which we we do, and uh, make the most out of every day. And, but you got to have an edge, because the the difference in athletics between teams is like inches, inches. And the team that shows up hungry, ready to go, and is on point with execution is the team that prevails. Because for the most part in college football, ninety eight percent of the teams. Can can beat anybody or lose to anybody. You know, you talked in fall camp about trying to get that edge, and that it wasn't quite there at that point. But you you saw it coming. You saw it getting better throughout camp and early in the season. Do you feel like it's at a pretty good point right now? Well, I mean, we've had three tests. We've passed every test. Some tests we had higher grades than other tests, um, and we're getting ready for the next one. And um, so. I like the way our team has come together uh, and playing. Uh, every week is a new chapter, but uh, you know, I'm confident that uh, our guys will come out flying around and play well. Going to need to. You know, as you looked at the film from from the App State <clears throat> game, um, what really stood out in what you guys did was it something different than maybe what you saw during the game. Well, it really stood out were the number of mistakes we made on offense. We had at one point we had 20 plays. And 10 or 11 critical errors. A critical error is, is an, an error that will ruin a play or a pre snap penalty or something. I mean, the number of mistakes we made offensively for two and a half quarters and even into the second half was incredible. How about on the, on the positive side? <laughs> I know you're always looking at, at that. On the positive side, I thought we really played well on defense. Uh, they made some plays in the passing game. Uh, we missed a few tackles. You know, had a missed assignment or two in the first half. Uh, but the last six drives of the game, they gained 40 yards. They, defense gave the offense field position inside the uh, – around the 10-yard line twice in the game. And, um, you know, I thought – we, we took it to them. I know you talked um, when you had a couple of guys leave on the defensive line during camp that you weren't quite as deep there, and that could be a concern. Um, it hasn't been so far. Have, I know yesterday you said that not much has surprised you at this point, but with, with those guys doing what they've done um, to other offensive lines so far, has that been a surprise at all, or kind of, did you kind of expect that? I didn't know what to expect uh, from – our, our defensive line, our whole team. And I told them that in the locker room before the um, Middle Tennessee game that we had a lot of unanswered questions. And um, I think we've done a really good job up front of uh, keeping people off balance. You know, we move around. We don't stay static. But you've got to have guys doing their job, and linebackers 
and safeties fit in the right gaps too. You know, Carpenter uh, was gave us an outstanding game. You know, Jamari uh, made some really good plays. Can still play more consistently. Um, you know, and uh, we had a lot of guys play well, but everybody on defense flew around. How different is it to coach any team, not specifically just JMU, after such a statement win where there might be a little bit more outside eyes peering yeah. in than in previous years? Well, you know, there's two ways you can approach that. And, and the way we're going to approach it is we're going to go about our business the way we go about our business and not create a self-fulfilling prophecy that we're not ready, you know, you know, looking for things, that negative things and you know, we're not going to do that. Uh, but we're also going to make sure that our standards are high and that we're doing things the right way. And then going back to uh, the defense a little bit, um, Texas State head coach kind of compared the defense to Baylor a little bit in their explosiveness and things like that. Do you see that level of explosiveness kind of continuing to develop within this team? Uh, let me tell you something. In football, anybody can beat anybody. So the, the, the difference between a power five team and a, a, a really good non-autonomy team, there's not much of a gap there. I mean, you know, we've had in the past FCS teams beat Power Five teams. The gap isn't what you think it is. Um, I think when we're playing hard and playing right, we can be real, real good. What do you see out of Texas State when you've been looking at them on film so far? Defense doesn't give up many points. Um, I think their strength is their front. They've got some active guys. Uh, got a corner. It's got three interceptions. Offensively, uh, the quarterback is a six-year player. Knows how to play quarterback. Started last year at Arkansas State. He, he can throw it. Uh, he, they got nice receivers. Uh, they've got number two is a real, really good space player for them in the slot. And they've got some outside guys with length that can get vertical. They're they're a uh, you know they're two and two. They played Baylor at you know, it was fourteen seven near the end of the second quarter. And then the uh, game opened up a little bit, but uh, you know their team coming in here hungry for a win. I'm not even going to call them a dangerous team. Uh, I feel like you know um, that that wouldn't be doing them service. They're a good football team. doesn't necessarily apply to true freshmen out there making plays on Saturday, but you've got some spots where you're younger, but you played, what, three extra games last year with the playoff run compared to a lot of teams in this league. Does that help kind of age those guys up quickly? Yeah, I think it helps our younger guys that played. <clears throat> the guys that haven't played, you know, not, not quite as much. And then, like you said, quite a few new guys too. We got some freshmen playing. So, uh, I mean, yeah, the, we've got guys in the program, been here a while, played a lot of games, battle-tested, that uh, have been through the wars. But with COVID, a lot of people do, <laughs> you know, because of that extra year. You kind of touched on it yesterday, but what have you seen, you know, Sam Clark coming in and adjusting to a new team for his last year in college football? I, I see him doing kind of what he did at Sacramento State, kicking the ball with good hang time, getting good, good length on his putts punts a veteran guy that has confidence and he's punting well 
How big was Kyrie on Saturday? Not only the game-winning hit, but that open field tackle on the third and fifteen on the tunnel screen. Like, talk about Key's performance a little bit. Yeah, well, that that last play uh, was you know a great uh, form tackle, big hit to jar the ball loose, um, which ended the drive and ended the game really. Um, made the play that you talked about on the screen really good. You know, the play got beat on the touchdown. Wasn't so good if he'd have just done his job, right? <laughs> and so, you know, we have a lot of that that goes on, you know. Uh, Toddy was player of the week in the Sun Belt Conference and probably graded out. If he graded out over 70, I'd be surprised. And he'd be the first to tell you that. So, you know, I know we all got the warm fuzzies because we beat App State and that was a great team win. And we gave extraordinary effort, showed great resolve, made the plays when it counted, but we made a boatload of mistakes. And what did App kind of do to limit Chris Thornton a little bit? And is that something you expected? No, they had not shown that. But, you know, we moved Chris around a little bit. So when we had him uh, in some places that were a little bit unconventional, uh, you know, they went to man coverage and deep middle safety. Uh, and then when he was in the slot and they were playing quarters coverage with a safety over top of him and a, a Sam backer uh, a little inside, they were getting hands on. So, in effect, disrupting the route and then head over to top coverage. But that opened up other people and opened up the run game too. You talk about um, some of those coverages opening up the run game. I mean, Kalon having the game that he had, I mean, what have you seen out of his development? It's been talked about before, especially with how young he is and how much potential he is showing. I thought he ran really well and hard, uh, you know, and just really went after it every single play. And if we had a little better downfield blocking from receivers, he probably had a couple long touchdown runs. And I also remember during um, like post game, you also mentioned that aside from the fumble that Latrell had, you also saw some good plays out of him as well. I was wondering where did you see the two kind of working well together during that open mm-hmm. run? Yeah, game? Latrell had some good runs. There's no question about it. And on the fumble, you know, he actually ran into Kidwell, but he's got to tuck the ball away and you know and carry it properly. And really, on Toddy's fumble, the left tackle overset his guy, and you know, so um, that one was on Tyshawn. Terrence Green's a guy that really hasn't gotten going quite yet, but on Saturday he made two kind of big catches for you guys. What do you kind of like from that, just not playing much, but when he's on the field he can kind of make an impact like that? Well, you know, Rav started the game. TG's made a lot of plays in his career, has a lot of catches, and the one thing he does is he really finishes the go ball well. So when I saw uh, us work that way on that route, and saw the relationship between him and the DB, I was feeling really good that he was going to come down with that ball. And he made a, he made a nice catch on a turn route on the boundary, too. Uh, so, you know, I think uh, that'll help his confidence a little bit, not that it would, had been shaken. Uh, and, you know, I expect him to make, you know, his fair share of plays here, um, hopefully this week and every game thereafter. And you've talked about Todd's leadership throughout the season, but what are you really seeing out of him this week, perhaps, as as you face Texas State after coming off of a big win? Well, I think you know everybody recognizes the, uh, his performances in the opener, the second game, uh, third game, and uh, you know he has stepped up sort of as a leader. Everyone recognizes him as one of the leaders, 
and he's getting you know more comfortable all the time in the offense. Uh, and you know it's up to us to put together a good design that that features his strengths, uh, and that he can do the things that you know he does best. And uh, but yet he's still improving in certain facets of our offense, and uh, I expect him to continue weekly.